Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. Was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts it's 902 with Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Hi, you guys. Welcome to another episode of 9021 OMG with my beautiful friends and ladies, Jenny and Sissany. See, I got it right this time. First names only. And I'm Tori. First names only. <laughs> Imagine Hi, like everybody. fifth season, we'll just be lazy and we'll just go by initials. So it'll be like the J to the T to the S. Ooh, I like that. Okay. Yep. Sounds good. How are you guys? Good. Um, hello. You had a huge week. Uh, your daughter oh Lola gosh, graduated from high school. Tell oh, us about I, it, Mama. I know. I have two kids like out of the nest basically now. It's so weird. But yeah, Lola graduated from high school yesterday and there was a big like in-person graduation. It was really incredible. Felt really weird to be around that many people, but it was so much fun. And just just getting to see all the 79 students that graduated with her, getting to have that experience. I was just really happy for them and all they were so happy and young and 
excited have, about life. They have their whole lives ahead of them. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's a good feeling. Yeah. And then we did like a, like a after grad party at our house and it was just chill and we hung out. We went around the circle and said things we love about Lola. We always like to do that, you know, when you have like a birthday party or any kind of a celebration. Yeah. We, we always like to put every guest on the spot <laughs> and make them say something nice. <laughs> but it was fun and she had a great time. I am so happy that things reopened and she was able to have that experience. I mean, I feel so sad for all of the graduates of 2020. So 2021, mm-hmm. better things. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm proud of you. You are raising three amazing, strong girls. And honestly, you guys, they couldn't be better kids, like kids. Two of them aren't really kids (laughs) anymore. Uh, But they'll always be your babies. But they're such great girls. And and you're just, you're an awesome mom. Thank you. I like them. You love yeah, them. and did you did you have any any kids stepping up to like junior high this year? Because my Fiona, my littlest one, she's stepping up into high school this year. Right, oh, she graduated from eighth grade. What about you? So Fiona and Liam are the same age, and Liam is going on as well. Because this year was kind of wonky and he was online and it was a new school anyway. And then it only went to eighth grade and he's going on to high school. He didn't want to do a culmination. So he was like, I just want to start fresh next year. But yeah, so we have two kiddos going into high school next year. This is crazy. Crazy town. Ninth grade. Oh, yikes. (laughs) Exciting though. High school's so fun. (laughs) (laughs) Minus the fun. (laughs) <laughs> We're like, I don't know about that. Since I we hated high school, but you liked it. Tori liked it, but I did not. I did not like high school. I was only there for two a year. Freshman, a year. I left high school in my sophomore year. I never looked back. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I think I definitely liked high school on the show better than high school in real life. <laughs> that was a little more fun. Yeah, I was like. I mean, I was popular, but it, on TV, I was really popular. So <laughs> that was even better. That's kind of interesting. You guys got a taste of both worlds of what it was like to like be in real high school versus a fake one. That was awesome. Right? Yeah. Very. I went to an all-girls school, so it was uniforms and all-girls. Oh. Very different experience than West Beverly High. Jenny, I saw your movie. <gasps> I saw your movie, too. Congratulations. You, guys, you watched it. Thanks. Of course. Duh. Yes. That's so nice of you. I DVR'd it and made a whole night out of it. It was nice. Oh. Um, I watched it's not really it a feel live good movie. on Lifetime at on Saturday night the twelfth. So I win this. <laughs> you win. Sorry. All lifetime <laughs> movies are good movies. <laughs> it was it was not your you know, like people liked it a lot, but they didn't like it because the subject matter was no. so sad but it it did well and I'm happy that it yeah came out. I'm happy that you guys watched it I told her how great she was and how great she looks and she was like I didn't look good in it I'm like are you kidding me well you have to play Listen mother to me yeah like I think the whole time you're like in distress and worried and so there's <laughs> yeah the thing is like I try you, you try as an actress to make it the, the the movie, the role, the experience for everybody as real as possible uh-huh. while it's completely not real. And you know that. And you, it's a, so it's really challenging, especially like that, like when you're doing really emotional stuff and sad and crazy, bad stuff, 
to worry about how you look. So I was really into not looking great in this movie, not worrying about how I looked and just completely leaving it to whoever was in charge of that. And, um, and yeah, I mean, I thought it looked realistic, but it was, it's hard to watch yeah. <laughs> myself with, uh, with not, you know, with my critical eye. <laughs> it's so funny. It's not funny. I mean, it's so funny. It's not funny. Um, how actors are like that because I mean, I'm sure you agree, sis, like from our perspective, I know you weren't trying to look in the movie. You looked really good in the movie. Mm -hmm. Like you looked great. And I was telling her it was the first time that my daughter, Stella, who's like, they're like family has seen her in something other than 90210 and BH90210. Oh, mystery girls, I guess. Mm -hmm. Something that wasn't a comedy or 90210. And she goes, mom, Jenny is such a good actress. Yeah. My kids were so into the movie and afterwards they wanted to talk about it and the discussion because I know, you know, I told them this is based on a true story. Yeah, then you start Googling. how sad that this happened Mm -hmm. and and it was a good conversation, an important conversation to have, especially with your girls. Yeah, definitely. Hopefully that, I'm so happy that they got, they liked it and they got that takeaway, you know, to talk to you about stuff. So thank you. About being careful out there. Yeah, it was different seeing you act now, like in the present versus watching you 30 years ago. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I would hope. Yeah, I want to reach through and like give you a hug in this movie because you were just so sad in it the whole time. And so. Mm, yeah. Well, I'm glad it did. It it came and went. People can still watch it. I think it like they on the Lifetime, they kind of like re re-air the shows over and over, right? Yes, Lifetime's Summer of Secrets, you guys. Lots of great movies coming on Lifetime this <laughs> yes. summer. Left for Dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah thanks, guys. Story. Yeah, it was great. Well, I don't... So um, you are wrapped, though, with the show that you just were working on. I am wrapped. Yeah, what were you been Dunzo. doing? Tori, you were like in some hotel or motel like doing struts down hallways oh my gosh so that was actually a stage <laughs> struts down it's, hallways right? like every day on instagram be like a new outfit and i so our friend laura who does my hair she uh-huh. was like oh you look so great this is such a different look we have to put it up and people kept saying like why is she at a motel like <laughs> what's going on and i was like You know, and you don't want to answer back to that stuff because it's just like, ugh, like the haters. But yeah, everyone thought I was just like all dolled up and like a motel. No, it's it's a set. It's like no, I knew you were filming. No, but it's like the production. I guess they took over that whole. It's a whole set, and that's the office building, and then Uh everyone's dressing room is in that building. So that's the walk to get to stage. But um. I was so happy because I live in the Valley and it's like, it's in Van Nuys. So it was really exciting. Oh, like our old place in Van Nuys. Nice. Um, So it was so nice to not have to go far for work. And you're with Snooki. I love her. The Snook. The Snookster. She doesn't go by that. I'm just kidding. (laughs) You know her? (laughs) No. I've met her one time at an event. She would never remember me in a hundred years. But I'm like a crazy Jersey Shore fan. Like, okay, I still watch their show to this day. She's great. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, we all had our perceptions of what she was back then. Yeah. And now she's so smart, so funny, so humble, like a kick ass entrepreneur, like a great mom. Just someone you're like, oh, okay, yeah. Everyone has their like thing that you're known for. And sometimes that perception never goes away. So it's nice to be able to come into it and meet somebody and be like, 
you're totally not what I expected and I love it. That's good. Yeah. It looked like you were having a lot of fun. That's going to be airing later this summer. I'm not sure when, but yeah, definitely this year on MTV. MTV. Did you, when you, I I never let my kids watch MTV. Isn't that crazy? Why? (laughs) Because they had shows like Jersey Shore. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Is it the videos? Uh, No, because, well, when they were little, we would go to um, my in-law's house in Long Island and Vinny would always have the MTV on and he would have it on every flat screen TV in the house. And there were a lot and he would um, have the volume up really loud. And I was like, oh, not my little baby's ears. Like, I don't want him to hear all this, like everything that's going on these music videos the visuals are so scary <laughs> like it was a lot <laughs> for little kids so it totally scared me and I did I didn't grow up watching MTV either so my kids just literally never watched MTV still to this day they don't watch MTV that I know of it changed a lot in the last uh I don't know a couple of decades probably doesn't even play mm-hmm. music videos anymore it's like all it's shows. more like shows right yeah like Teen yeah. Mom and Jersey Shore and some of them a little inappropriate, I guess, for kids. <laughs> I mean, they can watch it now. I'm sure they're older, but whatever. <laughs> Back, I just, the, those videos, the music videos can be so suggestive sometimes and inappropriate. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this coming from Kelly Taylor. <laughs> I know. Opposites. That's Sorry. really interesting. You kind of crack the whip when it comes to what your kids watch on TV. I, I, you know what? I'm one of those moms. Uh, do as I say, not as I did. Or do. <laughs> not as I did. What I about like you, Tori? That. Are you free for all when it comes to what they watch? Not free for all, but um, definitely there's been things they ask, which is good. They don't just watch. Okay. They know enough to be like, hey, there's this new series. Uh, there was something, something Megan. Do you know what that show is? Megan was left for dead or who killed Megan or... Oh, on Netflix. Who yeah. killed Sarah? No. Um, it's it's some show that I guess is controversial for okay. young young people because it yeah, it's yeah, I don't know. Anyway, Stella said, Can I watch it? And I said, Um, you can watch it, but I want you to watch it with me. And then Hattie, I told her she was too young to watch it. But now I forgot what it's about. But something The One? Not that one. All right. We're no. just throwing names out there now. I think there's a lot of uh, t- teen uh, shows right now that are pushing the envelope pretty hard of what the kids should maybe not be seeing at such young formative ages. But it, times are so different. There's nothing. I feel like they've seen everything. You know? I feel like, like it, the same thing, same conversations that parents were having 30 <laughs> years ago with 90210. <laughs> No, no, these are different. No this way. Is much more that's serious. A li- <laughs> that's a little racier, don't you think? I don't I know. Mean, I was way too young to watch 90210 when I did, but it's because I had an older sister. So, yeah, I probably, probably at the time, if I had had kids, I would have let them watch 90210, I think, because it was on prime time. There wasn't cursing, there wasn't nudity. At least there was none of that. You know, on the streaming shows, they have everything. But yeah. It was really, I think, a few years back now, 13 Reasons Why. I think that's what started the conversation with kids asking their parents, is this okay to watch? Can I watch it? And parents not being okay or being like, hey, 
watch it with me. So now my kids always ask, which is great. I appreciate that. A show like 13 Reasons Why, though, is interesting because that topic was the top that, you know, suicide was the topic throughout the whole series. Whereas I feel like Beverly Hills and Antonio had a different topic every mm-hmm. episode almost, you know, and they were crazy topics mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, the, our episode this week? Our episode, you guys. Oh, so hard to find again. We're already at episode eight of season two. Can yeah. you believe it? They're back to school. I can't. <laughs> the summer went so fast, you guys. This is a good one. I know. It, it was sad to see the beach club say bye-bye. It was. But now we're back to school. Yeah. Back to reality. Back to school. No, that's that's not <laughs> back, back to life. life. Back to life. <laughs> Sorry. I always wanted to be a singer. Anyway, season two, episode eight, Wildfire, aired on September 12th, 1991. Synopsis. At the opening day of the new school year, Brenda becomes peeved when Dylan starts spending time <laughs> with the new transfer student, Emily Valentine. Meanwhile, David is reunited with Scott after he returns from his summer vacation and finds that his friendship with David isn't as close as it used to be. Directed by see? Daniel Adias. Written by Darren Starr, Steve Wasserman, and Jessica Klein. You like the word this peeved, This episode, huh? you, you said peeved, and I liked it, because <laughs> it pretty much, it just, it just says exactly the mood Brenda emitted. She was peeved, man. I'm peeved at you. <laughs> My new word today. Don't peeve me off. <laughs> I shan't. <laughs> I shan't. Uh, yeah, this episode, Emily Valentine comes in like a friggin' wrecking ball and just like shakes everything up, gets all the girls all mad and all the boys like hot to panting trot. after her. Yeah, literally. I can see why. I mean, she was like, uh, she was beautiful and like different looking, edgy. Mm-hmm. She just had that nonconformist kind of vibe. She really did. Yeah. That girl, like I, I would have been scared of Emily Valentine in school, like back then. You would have been scared of her. Scared, scared or her. like intimidated? Mm. Both. <laughs> Both. Just because. Why? Like, was it, was it the mismatched earrings that would have really sent you <laughs> running for the, <laughs> yes, let's dig deeper into this. Because <laughs> I it? feel the like boots? when I was like 16, 17, Anyone that was dressed like that, I would have thought like, oh, they're not going to be nice. And that's totally putting, you know, what is the yeah, word? Yeah, stereotype. I'm stereotype. Yeah, I was, but I was a young girl. So I would have been like, but deep down, I would have been like, oh, she won't like me. So like, she's intimidating because she's mm-hmm. a force, you know, she's yeah. out there and she says what she wants and what she feels and she doesn't care how she, you know, what she wears and I would have been like, I oh, like, a girl, a girl yeah. wouldn't like me. Well, she she would have liked you if she got to know you. I feel like the girls were mostly, wel- like Brenda and Donna and Kelly and Andrea, were mostly welcoming of her right out of the gate. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they really seemed to like include her and bring her in. Like that was going to be a great thing until, until she started dating both the boys at the same time. Those are and our then men. Even Steve and David were like, <laughs> yeah with her <laughs> yeah but then I felt I felt really bad too because I felt like the girls kind of sh- 
they shamed her. They like slut shamed her when she wasn't a slut. I know. It's very accurate to way girls are and were in high school. Yeah. It's like, you kind of just go there. As a fan, I remember watching and saying I didn't like Emily Valentine, but I just felt like it was a change. And I I didn't really like change so much. It was like, this was the group. And then all of a sudden this girl comes (laughs) in and now is this the new group? I don't know. Yeah. How many episodes was... um... Emily on the show for does anybody know she started obviously this was the first one and then she appeared in season five episode 14 she was in 12 total and she wrote three of them so that was a that was a minute she was with the group yeah I mean I I felt really sad for her like I felt especially like weird and guilty somehow when Brenda was um went to her lockers to like try to get her to come out and be on stage. I felt terrible that she had to say, I'm a, I'm a virgin. Yeah. Like why did she have to say that to get people to back down or accept her, or not be so shamey, you know, just felt weird. Yeah. But again, that's how us females react. Sadly. I don't think so much now, though, right? In 2021, is it still no. like that with girls? I feel like it's all about, like, Mm-mm. you know, women supporting women. Inclusiveness, mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah, that's what it's... women say, but they're not always like that, unfortunately. I feel like the women that you choose to hang out with are like that, no? Yeah, I'm just saying, I, for the most part, when I see bullying happening... And it's not like personally, I see it online. It's women towards other women. Men don't really do that to each other. They don't. So women are always the first to say like, no, we support each other. We empower Mm -hmm. each other. And we always hope that's the case. But sadly, a lot of times it's not. But I just think like 30 years ago, the conversation wasn't even there. And, you know, and, and like, I just, it was so natural for this type of role to be, or these, you know, this to be written into the show. Mm-hmm. The bad girl. Yeah. Claws are out, you know? Yeah. There's always a bad boy <laughs> and a bad girl. Brenda should be thanking Emily because I got her back together with Dylan, technically. Yeah. I'm real confused about that too. So did they end <laughs> up, are Brenda and Dylan back together at the end of the episode? Right? It was so cheesy. I actually thought it was a dream. I, I did too. Yeah. I did too. I was like, when's she going to wake up? When, yeah. when are we going to be back in her bedroom? <laughs> oh, no. It was so on the nose, like sappy. But we, could we go back to the very, very beginning of the episode, yeah. please, just for a moment. Yes. Um, Brandon's creepy dream. Yeah. Where there's two girls kissing him on each cheek. Yeah. And then, then there's the, what about the poor girl that had the, awful task of filing his toenails <laughs> why well, he, he has nice feet they probably said um one of you is going to be kissing him and the other one's going to be kissing his other cheek and we need one person <laughs> who's willing to to give him a pedicure in this scene <laughs> i'm sure many were willing i'm sure but just the look on her face she was like listen like this she, she was like <laughs> 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 filing <laughs> so 
distracting for me. And then the the woman that's coming out of the ocean yeah. in in a weird gymnastics outfit, uh, <laughs> her voice is like Brandon. It's like the <laughs> lowest. It's I thought it was a man's voice. So I thought when he woke up, there was going to be a man there waking him up. Like he heard someone saying Brandon. Was, then it was really Brenda yeah. waking him up. Yeah. Very confused by the whole thing. And then I thought, what kind of dream was that? Yeah, we really didn't come back to it, huh? Nope. No. Didn't finish. I wonder why. Yeah, I wonder why that was written in because it really didn't have anything to do with <laughs> the episode. So somebody, <laughs> somebody wanted that <laughs> dream sequence in there. It's just for no good reason. That's well, funny. I guess he was saying goodbye to the beach. That was his like way of saying so long summer. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's true. And then everybody has their back to school montage moment. I love that. You are really funny in yours with your hair. <laughs> really cute. I liked it. Oh my gosh. Back to school. It just honestly, even 30 years later, like seeing that back to school mm-hmm. moment still gave me anxiety. Yes. Right. Like even talking about even it right now, my heart's you pounding. Get, like oh. it not just from that, but just like going back to school. Like That's I, what I when mean. my kids, I hated when it. they have to go back to school, I feel the same way for them. Like I am almost nauseous with same. nerves more than them. Yeah. Same. Cause I remember I used to, I feel like I couldn't eat or sleep like three days before I was up all night the night before. Just the anxiety of like, here we go again. Hope everyone still likes me. Hope I look cute. <laughs> What's going to happen? Like, Oh my God, am I going to do okay in school? Oh, God, I hated it. Sorry. (laughs) So much pressure. Too much pressure. Especially at West Beverly. You had to look good. (laughs) Try on multiple trends. She did. She came. I thought Emily looked cool. You know, did they name her Emily Valentine? Why? Why did they name her that? We had, uh, you remember we had a, a script supervisor that was with us for years and years, Diana Valentine. Mm-hmm. And I oh. wondered why are they have the same last name? Maybe there's something there. Probably I wonder. Not. We'll have to ask Christine. She knows all these facts. Yes, we need to get her on the phone and, and um, do a little check in with her because now that her character's debuting, we have more things to talk about. I mean, the name alone gives her like this flirtiness right out the gate. I feel. What is it, the Valentine, you think? I think so. <laughs> you think for her name's Valentine, it makes her flirty? Yeah, it just instantly <laughs> kind of did. And then she starts making out with all the boys. I mean, one, two, who's next? Line <laughs> them up. I feel like when Dylan, he, Dylan came on strong, y'all. Yeah, he's on the rebound. He wanted, he wanted to get in there. I was oh very God. uncomfortable when he was hitting on her. Because <laughs> he was just so intense. Well, I cringe when Brandon takes her to the exact same spot. I was like, oh, no. Right? Yeah. Oh, man. At least she told him. At least she came clean and was like, look, I got to be honest with you. I was here last night with Dylan. Right. <laughs> I like that. And he took a, a beat. And he took a beat to, like, process the what she just said. And then he, I, th- I felt like he handled it really cute. That's so cool, though, to be the girl that walks into a new school girls are welcoming all the boys want to be with you <sighs> yeah she was like she was like a piece of fresh meat <laughs> i mean yeah. that's how it always like, is look emily Isn't valentine come and get her 
<laughs> we were all excited to have a fresh, fresh person in there. But I, I felt like everybody seemed kind of aggressive with her. Like even, even uh, when she was in the peach pit and Nat was, took her off to show her something. And then he brings her back and he's clutching onto her. Like, and they, he's saying, this is a good one or something like, like objectifying her in a weird way. And <laughs> clutching onto her body I felt like I, I put myself in her shoes and I thought I, wa I want to ask her dude were you uncomfortable did you feel weird in that moment or in in any of the moments of this episode because I felt weird for her <laughs> these are all great questions that we need to ask her well why don't we take a break yeah. because there's still more in this episode we haven't gotten to the dance routine or performance oh yes yes y'all put on and whether or not Dylan okay. and Brenda are actually back together. Hey, everyone. So as you can imagine, we know a thing or two about makeup. We've pretty much tried it all. And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh. They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin. And their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their uh, high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important, don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. And their easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farm. So they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S.com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. How would you like to look five years younger? 
In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Velour XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. With the weather getting warmer, finally, it is time for a wardrobe refresh. And when I want to update my style without breaking the bank, I turn to Quince. They offer premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. And washable silk tops, timeless 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They partner directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I use the hoop earrings I ordered from Quince all the time. And basically live in the slippers that I ordered on their website. The prices and quality are so worth it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210. First of all, you don't know me. <laughs> We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl, cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. Hey, this is Bethany Joy Lenz and Sophia Bush and Hillary Burton. And we have a podcast called Drama Drama Queens. Queens. I feel like it's a walk down memory lane that also might be a little bit of a stumble down memory lane. I mean, we'll have cocktails sometimes, so we might leave stumbling. Mm -hmm. I'm good with that. There are no fans like One Tree Hill fans. There is no family like our family. So we got together to do a rewatch podcast to relive the show as so many of you have so many times, because to be honest, we haven't. Yeah, we haven't seen it since 2002, 2003. We can't wait to take this trip down memory lane with all of you. What would our characters be doing right now? I think Haley would probably be, uh, I mean, she's got to be close to an empty nester now, right? Like um, Jamie's out of the house. Is she been in a while? She might, she might be finally ready to live out those wild years that she- Cut loose, uh, baby. You know what I mean? (laughs) I think it might be time. I'm going to say a lot of therapy. (laughs) Peyton Sawyer is in so much therapy right now. Well, 
not long ago, I found my vote Brooke Davis for president pin. I don't know. Is Brooke Davis a senator or something? Like a hundred percent. Yeah, you can totally go for that. There's so much cool stuff to imagine for them. But before we can go forward, we got to go back to the beginning. You nailed it. (laughs) Make sure you all listen to Drama Queens on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at dramaqueensoth. Or email us at dramaqueens at iHeartRadio.com. See you next time. We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl, cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. Okay, so we're back. I have a question. I guess I should ask Christine Elise this question. Did Christine know... Jason before she got the role of Emily Valentine. Do you know the answer? I feel like she has answered this before. Yeah, I thought she told us she did. Oh, because I want to know, like, was that, yeah, was that the first time they met was on, you know, day one of filming that episode? Because they started to, they had a relationship. I I don't know. I don't remember if it was before the show, the episode, or or if Mm -hmm. it happened like in real time. It happened in real time. That's kind of cute. I don't think they knew each other before, you guys, but I don't know. We'll ask. But yeah, we got to ask her. I didn't and, know. I didn't right away. I didn't feel that chemistry between Brandon and em- and Emily. Like I didn't. You didn't feel it? I didn't. Mm-mm. Did you? No. No, never when they were together, actually, to be honest. On the show but or in, in real on life? The show, no, on the show, in real life. They were together for years and it was just like Jay and Chris. Yeah. Like, but I think that was part of the role because as a viewer, I remember not liking their relationship. If like she was a bad influence on Brandon and right. You never actually wanted it to work out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think we're supposed to feel that tension or that forcefulness of the relationship the whole time. But I still didn't feel the chemistry. I didn't see the sparks. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I didn't feel it either. So it was hard for me to be like, oh, maybe this is a new love interest for him moving forward because that's what it is. And if she was there yeah. for 12 episodes, then she and, uh, you know, I don't remember very well, but we'll see in the future episodes like she's with the group a lot all the mm-hmm, time. Yeah. Part of the. So I wonder if they the producers brought her in to be the bad girl and to eventually like cause problems or Corrupt did they branded. think that this was like a. Yeah. I mean, out of all of our guest stars, she's probably the most well-known aside from the original cast. And I wonder why they didn't make her a regular. I mean, we find out later what, I mean, it goes so far that, well, never mind. I don't want to spoil it if you haven't seen it. But Spoiler. spoiler. I know. It's so hard not to spoil it. It's so hard. (laughs) But, you know, they always brought bad girls on and then they stayed. Like, Tiffany's character... Valerie was brought in to be a bad girl, you know, stir things up. Vanessa Marcel um, was brought on to do the same. So, but they were all made regulars. I wonder why Christine wasn't made a regular, especially when she became so popular and iconic on the show. I don't know. We have to ask her because she did end up writing a couple of the scripts for Mm -hmm. the show. I mean, none of us ever wrote wrote any of the scripts. So that's a huge accomplishment. (laughs) Like that's a big deal. 
Maybe she wanted to be a writer. Maybe she didn't really want to be an actress. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. But she's still an actress and a writer. That's true. You can be both things. How long would that take to write an episode? I mean, who knows? I don't know. We can ask It would take me a long time. Really? (laughs) I guess, I don't know. I'm just never sat down and tried to write an episode of a show. I usually say, oh, somebody else do this. I'm not good at it. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Give me my lines. So the funny part is I never knew it was her till after the show was off. (laughs) You never knew she was the one that wrote the episode? No, I was always like, you know, we had, we had, it was one of our regular writers. Like I always would see the name Christine McCarthy and I'm like, oh yeah. But she went by Christine Elise as an actress and I never put two and two together. (laughs) No one ever said anything. (laughs) I think I might've been right there with you. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. we eventually found out, but I thought she was someone like right now I'm seeing Christine McCarthy and I it's she was red like this redheaded writer that we had on occasionally. <laughs> and that's who I thought it was. And I don't remember that woman's name. Yeah. But it was Christine. Elise. Yeah. So anyway, it's really funny. Who knew? How soon would you guys get the script before you actually started shooting for it? Week before? Yeah. Sometimes like maybe a week, sometimes a few days, sometimes the day before. Really? Like there were, we were, it was all over the place. But in later seasons. We would start to panic though when we didn't get the script in time. We'd all be like, where's the script? When's it coming out? What are we doing? We have to prep. And in later seasons, we went on to do read throughs. So we would have it like the week before and we'd be filming one episode. And then on Monday we would get it, do a read through during lunchtime. And then they would go off and sometimes change the whole script or make adjustments. But in the in the first seasons, we didn't do any of that. We were just like thrown in, like, and go. Does the read through help? I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, having a read through does help. It just helps to hear the whole thing out loud. I'm curious about this. So, you guys would wrap an episode and then you'd get the script for the next one, or would they overlap sometimes? They would overlap. You'd get the script for the next episode before you were done filming. How confusing. One episode. For sure. So then, then like the wardrobe people and, uh, you know, the props and the set dressers and the location people all have time to get that ready while they're filming the previous episode. Your guys' brains. I'm just. (laughs) (laughs) Must have been so hard. That's why we're messed up now. We we just were taxed. (laughs) Our brains were too taxed. It's like going in two different directions at one point. Wow. (laughs) Did you always read them, Jen? Like. Right when you got it, like I, I feel like yeah, I did the first like couple seasons, but then like as it went on, things got more and more hectic. I didn't always read them like as soon as they were there. I just remember just that I love that smell and that feeling of a hot script off the right off the printer, (laughs) hot off the presses, and I can just remember when you got it and it was hot. You were like, "Ooh, what's you know?" Could feel it like energy about it. And I used to just, um, you know, when, like you said, it wasn't a lot of time, so I didn't, couldn't sit and read it from start to finish, but I would literally like go through and find Kelly, 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 uh-huh, Kelly, Kelly, Kelly mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like find out what my character was doing and Same. how I had to wrap my head around that and like, you know, try to, because you want your character to have like some sort of consistency Yeah, in, and it's hard to do when there's new writers and it's, you know, always different. But I remember the hot off the presses scripts. I love those. Do you guys remember who choreographed the dance for this episode? 
because you guys didn't a few weeks ago when you were trying to remember. Still don't. Mm -mm. (laughs) Nope. Nope. (laughs) But it was one of you. You don't know who. Supposedly me. I don't know. Someone someone let us know. I'm sure one of the fans knows. Somebody Uh must remember. I don't remember. We were referencing like... Arnold, no, not Arnold Palmer. Robert Palmer's. Um, <laughs> I was like, yes, Arnold you got Palmer it. I'll it. have an Arnold. I, I like an Arnold Palmer, please. Um, when we were like referencing um, the song that wasn't even in the show that I watched because I watched it on Pluto, which drove me insane because there's way too many commercials, people. Uh, but the 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 song Breaking wasn't the song. Wait, it was on Pluto. We were supposed it? to do like Robert the Robert Plant song. Sorry, not. Robert Plant, Palmer, I don't know. We were supposed to look like the Robert Palmer girls from that one video. Girls. Yes. Yeah. And then and then we sang a completely different song. I'm very confused. And that's not the one that aired 30 years ago? They didn't have that song in the beginning because they reference. I think even Donna makes a reference saying, I want to be addicted to love or something. Yeah. I think this song was addicted to love. Yes. But that wasn't in the episode that I watched. No. Emily makes an announcement right at the very end of the episode and says, we were going to do a different song. And they changed it to be something more appropriate for freshmen or something like that. And it was breaking up is hard to do. But was that enough? Now I'm tripping. Like, what's there? (laughs) Did you guys film something else? No, because I have the cassette tape still. Remember, I think I told you guys this. The cassette tape of breaking up is hard to do so we could lip sync it. Okay. Because it wasn't even us singing back up. But. Because I, it made sense. It was all about the what happened in the episode about how Dylan and Brenda were breaking up. But yeah, I not. don't think we were ever supposed to sing the "Addicted to Love" song. But for some reason, they <laughs> styled us like the Robert Palmer girls. We were so just, I don't know. yeah, because don't you know. were gonna do it. And then, did you guys not watch the episode? <laughs> and never explained why we dressed like that. Like we just all show up in that getup with no explanation. No, sis is saying there is an explanation. I don't remember it. There is an explanation. There is an explanation. You guys get on stage and Emily makes an announcement. We were going to do a different song, but we decided to change. Yeah, I didn't listen to that. I think I was distracted by their outfits. I was too like, why are they wearing that? (laughs) So embarrassing when we don't know what's happening and we were in it. (laughs) <laughs> I love it. It was 30 years ago. <laughs> we but have all I, the I also, I mean, this is another, like, Brenda was vicious like an alley cat with her. Like, she was really intense. I can see how she would be upset, though. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I got Protective. it. I just wish she would have said something right away, like, when they were sitting there and Emily said, I, I met this really neat guy or whatever she said. Brenda, sh- she didn't say anything. She just kind of clammed up. But I wish somebody would have let Emily in on the <laughs> on the scorecard at that point. Right. Really made for less confrontation, I think. It wasn't until she tells everybody she's going to the gyno to get on the pill. <laughs> and she really <laughs> freaks out. <laughs> Yeah, Brenda was not having it. Emily sang, but never sang again on the show. That was it. Another question. Was that her singing? Yeah. Curious. They say it wasn't. 
was none of us actually singing. We were all voice like doing lip syncing, but it sounded just like her. I feel like when she picked up the guitar and sang, that was her. But on stage, the final performance was not her. I'm confused. Seemed very produced. Yeah. Well, she looked really cute, that outfit, though. I love the hat. I love the little, little baby doll pink thing, the biker shorts and the fishnets and the boots, the whole thing. It was probably all hers. Yeah, you think? Yeah. I mean, not just because we have found out now that guest stars had to bring in their own clothes, but because she basically <laughs> created, that's the, you know, she created that character's look because that was her look. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing a lot of the stuff was hers. Also, the David and Scott stuff was kind of like, whoa, yeah. what's happening? A lot of force. that happens when you come back to school, you, you kind of grow apart from people that you used to be really close with for whatever reasons. But I feel like something's brewing. I, I, what they're introducing the fireworks with Scott and the gun, the, the whole gun obsession. Yeah, something's brewing all right. Something's coming. I mean, we know what it is because it was such a big episode. When does that happen? Yeah. When does that episode come? It's the season, right? Yeah. I'm scared for it. I really hate that I episode. Know. But at least for once on the show, they're setting, they're foreshadowing something. Yeah. Like, because sometimes things just happen and all of come a sudden. Out of nowhere. Yeah. At the beginning of the episode, the person has all these characteristics they've never had. They're talking about stuff and it's going to lead to something that's going to happen by the end of the episode. At least now they're starting to kind of put it into the storyline that something's happening this season. Episode 14 is when. It's coming up. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want to spoil it, but I actually do remember that episode. (laughs) Yeah. Unfortunately. But do you think that that happens like when... What, did sure. it happen with you when you were in high school or does it still happen with friendships? Like when you don't see each other for a long time or when you guys are all doing different things? Like I know as a like grown woman, like when somebody has a baby and you're not really, you're not having a baby and you kind of have different interests and like your lives are going in kind of different directions. And it's so sad to see friendships kind of get divided like that. Definitely. I feel like it does happen like during those formative years more, like for instance, if you and I weren't to see each other, let's say for a year, we would see each other and pick right back up where we left off because we have that friendship and we've grown together and evolved. But when you're young, yeah, you're changing. He's going into a different friend group and Scott's kind of staying behind. They have different interests. Like I feel like that totally Mm -hmm. happens and it's really sad I mean, for instance, I didn't have the same friends I had in seventh grade. I didn't have by the time I got into high school. Like, they changed. Same. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it was all due due to interest. And then if you get a boyfriend, forget it. Then it's this whole monkey wrench. (laughs) (laughs) Spend all your time with them. And now my oldest daughter has a boyfriend now. Her first, like, serious boyfriend. And um, she's just, like... Her energy is so different now. You can tell she's thinking about someone else now. Aww. When all before she was so present with us and like, you know, all about us. And now it's just different when when they get boyfriends. Oh my goodness! I can't imagine. I'm not <laughs> can we talk fashion now or not yet? Not yet. We can. Let's take a break. Mm-hmm. Okay. And come back with fashion and questions. 
Okay, summer just got crazy with color. Crazy bunch of balloons by Zuru are here to help unleash summer fun. It's super easy. By simply attaching the stem to a hose, you can fill and tie 100 water balloons in 60 seconds. Uh, oh, I am proof it can happen. My kids did it. It makes it, it so easy. The remnants all over the yard, but gosh, they were happy. Bunch of <laughs> balloons are now made from certified recycled plastic, you guys. Thank God. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. You know what? Our friends at Zuru Toys just sent us both an amazing surprise unboxing experience to prepare us for the ultimate water fight. And I haven't used mine yet with my kids, but I'm so excited to use it. You, I was thinking of you when I opened my box thinking your kids are going to freak out when they get this. Okay. So Bo, my four-year-old who clearly too many boxes come to our house. He patiently waits every day for FedEx to, to come. And he's like, there's a box, there's a box. And he, he can't read it, you guys, but he knows Zuro so well that he saw the name on there. And he was like, oh my gosh, he knew what it was. He knew it was water toys and balloons and bunch, like it was crazy. And then we, I opened the box and they got the balloons and the water toys. And there's a Paw Patrol he was super excited about. And mm -hmm. then he saw our faces because we're part of the Zuru family now, iHeart and our podcast. So he saw our faces and he was super impressed with us. You guys jump into summer with an all out water balloon fight or blast away with X shot fast fill water blasters. For the little ones, we have tons of bubble blowing fun with Glove a Bubble. Did you see the Glove a Bubble? It's Paw Patrol. Bo is obsessed with it. So visit Zuru.com to find out more about the hottest toys for summer. Save yours when I come over Monday, we'll have a big water fight. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farm. So they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com. Promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. 
if you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, let's talk fashion, you guys. This episode, I felt stepped it up a little bit for the ladies. Everybody was trying, dressed to impress for their back to school looks. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I, I remember when I could wear vertical stripes, like that black and white dress I wore. Ah, oh, those were the days and I didn't even appreciate it What do you it mean then. vertical stripes? Could you wear horizontal stripes? Oh, really? Well, vertical is the one, the friendly one, isn't it? Yeah. And elongates. It's the horizontal sure? stripe. Oh, it's the that... horizontal? I, I wouldn't dare wear a stripe, period, now. I'm just saying. <laughs> so no, I don't direction. care if it's going diagonal. I'm not wearing stripes. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> no, no. You look good in a little pinstripe. Oh, I like pinstripes. You're right. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Valid point. Yeah. So you loved your, I, we all loved your stripe dress. It was like an inmate outfit, but super cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And we've already talked about the Robert Palmer outfits, those, the black dresses. Now, were those dresses, because we, we sort of replicated this whole situation on BH90210, mm-hmm. and we had to have those dresses made for the three girls. Um, Do you remember? But not for the reason you might think, you guys, only because we were in Canada and Mandy, we couldn't find them, right? A dress like that. Right. A black dress with sleeves. 
just a tight little <laughs> yeah. black dress. But I, oh my gosh, what? it was, I definitely felt like the pressure of like the comparison <laughs> of being back in that dress. Like back then it was like, ooh, carefree. And, you know, this time I had like five pairs of Spanx on and I was like, oh my God, <laughs> how does my body look? My butt's so much bigger now. Um yeah, it was just I had to wear my hair different. Like back then it was all slicked back, which I was not comfortable with even then because uh-huh. I hated my hair off my face. But you didn't say anything. But I didn't say anything. Yeah, right. Exactly. Me back then, I was like, okay, and just like silently crying in my trailer, um, not feeling good about myself. But then, yeah, with this one, Shannon and I both wore the middle part and the hair back in the recreation. You still pulled it off, though. You still rocked the slick hair back. You had it. Everybody did. I think everybody, it's weird to see everybody with their hair slicked back, no matter what, when you're used (laughs) to seeing them with their hair poofy and down. <laughs> but so it's, it takes a second, but I thought everyone looked great in that. And I also really loved, um, uh, the blazer, the, the red, the red blazer that Kelly was wearing. I just felt like that blazer, I've seen it in a million pictures. That's sort of like one of her standout, rem- like most memorable. Yeah. Jackets. Agreed. Yeah. And I also feel the same way about Brenda's little outfit with the, she was kind of Annie, Annie Oakley out, you know, like is it Oakley? Annie Oakley? Hall. Mm. Annie Hall. Sorry. You're on a roll today. <laughs> it was a late night. Robert Plant, I'm sorry. Bomber. Arnold Palmer. Mm, nope. Annie listen, Oakley. Listen, uh, Hall. listen, listen. The graduation party went late. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the look she recreated for the Brenda look. Mm-hmm. That's right. The tie, floral tie thing, big brown, like your grandpa wears tie. And the, and a striped shirt. She looked cute though. I like that look. I don't know where it came from. Like that was going to yeah. be her new look for Brenda for the season, maybe. But that was in, right? It was, was it 1991? I, I don't remember that being in. And really? that def- definitely didn't come back when the 90s came back this time with trends, but it was super cute. Was that mm-hmm. just like her jam? Oh, you're right. Ties were in. Girls were wearing yeah. Or maybe she started it. Maybe her character is what started the trend because that yeah, maybe was the right. case, I think, a lot. Yeah. You know. Okay, let's go with that. Anyway, whatever it was, she looked cute. Yeah, she did. Who had a favorite line from this episode? 9021. No, you didn't. Um, I like David's cool it with the guns, would ya? Aw. Cool it. Just cool it. He's trying to tell it was more him. about cool it. Like, yeah. Like, you know, now we wouldn't say like, cool. It would be like, oh, can you not talk so much about guns? Like in the whole thing. Cool it. Cool it with the guns. Cool it. On that note, you know, when Scott tells David, uh, not everyone has your taste. Mm-hmm. And then David admits to Scott, like, even though when he played that song, he was just like, well, it turns out a couple people actually liked it. But then he like, he didn't have to tell Scott that. I think it was nice that they included it in the, in the script just to kind of like, you did you it wasn't terrible what you did, but also don't do it again. Yeah. Yeah. Poor Scott. <laughs> I just feel bad. It's just so darn cute in that cowboy hat and the whole little outfit he came back from Montana with. I know. That happens on vacation sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I did. I felt like he was all alone though. I really felt yeah, bad for him. Me too. I would say my favorite line was probably your line when you said, I wish I was addicted to love. 
There are a few questions. One is from Alicia. <laughs> I love that she references Arsenio Hall right out the gate. So it's just a throwback. Uh, she says, recently I saw an old Arsenio Hall interview with Luke Perry on YouTube. Luke talked about how the show's producers had, talk about, had talked about bringing Vivica Fox onto the cast as a regular and that he and Vivica's characters were supposed to have a love story. On the show, I remember there was a slight tension between Vivica's character and Brandon, but it sounded like they were going to switch to Dylan. Do you ladies remember any talk about this? If so, how do you think everything would have panned out? I mean, oh, here's the funny thing that what she's asking about Vivica Fox's character who comes in in the next episode. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I was trying to watch our show this week on Hulu and it's another one of those missing episodes. Yes. And so I, I started watching the next episode, Ashes to Ashes, which is the one Vivica Fox is in. So mm -hmm. I just watched it this morning. Uh, she <laughs> she was so great. Like, I don't know. I don't know about any of the talks or anything. I wasn't privy to any of that. But like, uh, she was so good on the show. What a strong, like, beautiful female character that was. I loved it. I wish that she would stay stayed around and I don't remember more. the story but I know that they were supposed to be recurring like that family was supposed to move in and she was supposed to, I thought it was a love interest for Brandon going forward but mm -hmm. um they were supposed to be on for the season I'm not sure what I don't know what happened all right another text for you to write to Darren see? <laughs> oh, yeah I know Luke uh he loved Vivica Fox and he I think Luke went on to work with her again on something else and I know that they had a good friendship. All right. Next one, Rebecca. She's saying, I really enjoyed your recent conversation with Matthew Lawrence. When Tori asked him about what it was like working on Saturday Night Live, it got me thinking about the episode Jason Priestley hosted in 1992 and the 90210 sketch they did. I always wondered how you all felt about being portrayed in a comedic way. Were you able to laugh at yourselves or were you offended at all? Did this cause any drama between the cast? This is terrible. I have no idea what she's talking about. I, did, <laughs> I don't remember him hosting SNL. I don't definitely don't remember there being a 90210 sketch. Now I want to see it. I don't look me at too. me. No. Can, we have to pull it up. Um, Should we pull it up? Should we? Saturday Night Live went on to do a sketch of me. And They oh. did? Oh, Why? yeah. But I was like... Yeah, it was like me being in my daddy's house and it was the girl that played Jan Brady and she would always do it. And I'd be like, that sounds nothing like me, but I really enjoyed the sketch and I would actually imitate her imitating me sometimes, which I can't do now. But I wonder if she played me in that sketch. Anyways, okay. Yeah, we're we're real sorry, Rebecca. We're not, <laughs> we're no help on this question at all. But yeah. so is Jason Priestley the only one out of the cast that got to host SNL? Anybody else? I don't think so. Host? Didn't Shannon? I don't know. Didn't Luke? I'm not sure. Me neither. Is that something you guys would ever want to do? Uh, it's on my bucket list. I don't think it's going to happen at this point. The, what are you talking about? If you can Elon Musk can host SNL, you guys can host SNL at any If who time. can? Oh, yeah, but I'd have to make real big news. Well, you better get going. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, mm -mm, nope. <laughs> let's, let's hold off on that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it'd be so nerve-wracking but also very rewarding and fulfilling at the same time 
Yeah, it looks like it would be fun. Mm-hmm. Just like one scene, just like a line. It would have been cool if you guys did it like the 30-year anniversary. That would have been cool. All right, we have some homework. We'll see if we can find okay. that clip um, for next week. And you guys can watch it, for, I guess, for the first time and see if you're offended. <laughs> and see if you're offended. <laughs> but next episode is episode nine, Ashes to Ashes. And since I've watched half of it, uh, I know it's exciting. So you guys got to watch it. I don't know Wait, what happens. You got halfway into it and then realized this is the wrong one. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then with the whole commercials and the Pluto thing, if you noticed, if you watch it on Pluto, you can't fast forward at all ever. And if you accidentally hit fast forward or pause while it's playing, it sends you back to like the beginning or yeah. like 20 no, 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 minutes frustrating. So I saw the beginning of, of, of the next episode several times. <laughs> yeah, but now Ashes Ashes is on Amazon Prime or Hulu. So we're back in the game, back in the business. Thank goodness. Back to We don't life. blame you, Pluto. Sorry. Yeah, you got it. You got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was good, right? Yeah. Okay, guys. Well, that is another dazzling episode of 902 on OMG. We hope that you all have a great week. That's the news. Ahead. See, I could do it. I that's could do the it. News. Yeah. That was your that was your audition scene for SNL. Yeah. SNL. Yeah. We'll send that in. That's the news. Good job. Thank you. All right, guys. Have a good week, everybody. Love, Love you. Bye. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right.